How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who publishes peace, who brings good news of happiness, who publishes salvation, who says to Zion, your God reigns. The voice of your watchmen, they lift up their voice. Together they sing for joy. For eye to eye they see the return of the Lord of Zion. Break forth together in singing, you waste places of Jerusalem. For the Lord has comforted his people. He has redeemed Jerusalem. The Lord has bared his holy arm before the eyes of all the nations. And all the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. Behold, my servant shall act wisely. He shall be high and lifted up and shall be exalted. So far our text. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. And I made it. I made it. I'm here. You understand what I'm saying? All during Lent, I preached from down there. And now I'm high and lifted up. I made it. Yes. And I feel the Easter joy. Not because I'm standing here, but because our Savior is high and lifted up and He has been exalted. This is the culmination of everything I spoke of from down there, is here. But do we really understand these words? He shall be high and lifted up and shall be exalted. Do we truly understand that today? Can we wrap our brains around the whole thing? Because as I read that and continued looking at it in its context, I went from all the way up here to boom, right back down there. Because the very next verse, after, Behold, my servant shall act wisely, he shall be high and lifted up and shall be exalted, as many were astonished at you, his appearance was so marred beyond human semblance and his form beyond that of the children of mankind. And it slides right into Isaiah 53. For who has believed what they have heard from us? For he grew up like a young plant, like a root in dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him, no beauty that we should dire, desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrow. He bore our griefs. He was wounded for our transgressions and so on and so on. And we go right down to the depths of the cross once again. What is Isaiah trying to say here? What is he putting together? He is tying together all of Lent and Good Friday with today. We dare not separate the two of them. They're all together. They're all one unit. As I looked at the New Testament, every time Jesus refers to himself as being lifted up, he's talking about the cross. He would tell Nicodemus in John 3, And as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness, so must the Son of Man be lifted up, that whoever believes in him may have 
eternal life. Three times in the Gospel of John, Jesus refers to himself as being lifted up. This is only the first one. And all three of them point to the cross. Could Isaiah be doing the same thing here as he flows from what seems to be great joy into the depths of he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. He was wounded for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquity. The cross is a part of Easter. And Easter is the culmination of the cross. Three times Jesus predicts his death with his disciples. The Son of Man will be killed, he says. And on the third day rise again. All three times he mentions the resurrection in connection with the crucifixion. They're a unit. They go together. You cannot separate them. Jesus could not for himself separate them. Because you see, without death, there could be no resurrection. But if there was a death without a resurrection, then you and I are still in our sin. And there is no hope. They need each other. They are a part of all one event. All during Lent, I've asked the question, why did they crucify Jesus? Today I could ask the question, why did Jesus allow himself to be crucified? And the answer to that one is today. Yes, Jesus allowed himself to be crucified because he came to atone for our sins. That death had to take place. He had to suffer and die. He had to take on the wrath of God. He had to suffer hell and all that our sins deserve. And that's Good Friday. But Good Friday has no meaning, has no hope, if it was not for Easter. And Jesus was crucified for Easter too. So that he could rise from the dead. So that he could rise victorious. So that he could conquer not just our sin, but the devil. The world, death itself. Christ looked at the cross and he looked beyond the cross and he saw it all as one event, death and resurrection. Being lifted up and exalted all together. Paul says it in Ephesians 2. And being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. There's the lifting up. Therefore God has highly exalted him. There's the exaltation. And bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that the, the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of the Father. It is in the lifting up of the cross and in the exaltation of Easter 
that Jesus becomes Lord to whom you and I bow, in whom we live. He died. And he rose again. As he said, he was lifted up on the cross and he is exalted on this day. He has redeemed us. God has bared his holy arm, it says. And that arm was Jesus. And that arm died and rose again. He was lifted up and exalted. That's what you and I celebrate today. In a very real sense, for me, looking at that chair and standing here is what Easter is all about. Because there I spoke of sin. There was the reason for Jesus' death. Here I stand to speak of victory over sin. You and I, through what Christ did, have been high and lifted up. Our sins washed away. Death conquered. Eternal life ours. That's what we celebrate today because He rose. We shall rise too. It doesn't end in the grave. It doesn't end on a cross. It doesn't end in the midst of sin and suffering and pain. It ends high and lifted up, exalted. Because you and I in our faith in Jesus Christ will receive what He has. Celebrate this day. Eternal life. Do you understand that? Your life is not down there. In the pits of despair. In the pit of problems and troubles and pain. Your life is up here. In the joys of Easter. In the joys of the resurrection. Knowing that he died. That he was lifted up. So that we. So that we could have salvation and eternal life. Every grave out there in that cemetery will one day open. And every one of those people will rise to eternal life. They're not buried down. They are, will be lifted up. That's the joy of this time. Of this Easter. That's what you and I celebrate Today, he was high and lifted up, and he is exalted. He is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. How beautiful upon the mountains are the feet of him who brings good news, who publishes peace. We have peace with God, who brings good news of happiness. Joy can be ours today. Who publishes salvation. Who says your God reigns. He has overcome death. He has overcome sin. He has overcome Satan. He reigns over all. Lift up your voices. Sing for joy. For you have seen eye to eye the Lord's return. You know it. You see it. 
Break forth together in singing, you waste places, for the Lord has comforted his people. Oh, the comfort of knowing that no matter what happens in this life, ours is an eternal life. We will live resurrected. He has redeemed us. The Lord has bared his holy arm, and his name is Jesus. And all of the ends of the earth shall see the salvation of our God. Salvation in death and resurrection. From low to lifted high and exalted. That's you. That's me in Christ this day. Amen. And now may the joy of your salvation in Jesus strengthen you, preserve you, and let you be high and lifted up this Easter day. Amen.